Jurassic World broke the opening weekend box office, but was it a monster hit? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. Welcome to Popscorn, the Fowl Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about Jurassic World. You probably know how this one's going to go before we even get into it. Well, you know, I closed the last... Whenever the last time we talked about Jurassic World, I talked about my apprehension. I was very worried about the um, what could happen to my favourite film franchise. Uh, would you like my quick uh, review of this movie? Go on. Two seconds. Hang on, what is... Okay. Yes! <laughs> I hope the microphone picked that up. Michael? Uh, in an interesting twist, you know how that was uh, That was my reaction to Mad Max? Yes. And your reaction was, well, yeah, allow yeah. me to well. Right. Okay, so let's, just, let's talk about the movie objectively first before we get into our review. So, Not possible. No, no, no. I mean, just very quickly like, tell people what it's about oh, if, they, okay. if they don't know. So Jurassic World is set in an alternate reality where uh, increasingly bad decisions are made by everybody except Chris Pratt. That's the basic plot summary, I think. Yeah, but that's also true of Jurassic Park. So. True, true. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. It is a continuation of the Jurassic Park yeah. formula where everybody makes bad decisions yeah. so that more people can die, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. It was just, it, to me, it was more obvious than this one. It was just kind of like, what's the stupidest decision we could make here? I know, we'll go with that. That's the plot now. I also, yeah. I, it, it, it started to feel, okay, we'll come into that a little bit more often. Like A little bit more often? A little bit more later. So the plot is uh, Jurassic World, the theme park, is open to the public. Good times yeah. for everyone who enjoys dinosaurs. Problem is people are getting sick of dinosaurs, which is a thing that can apparently be said. Right. Um, so they decide to make their own dinosaurs in order to keep things interesting. That's bad decision number one. Yeah. They then splice together the ultimate dinosaur. The ultimate baby. The ultimate you, baby. If yeah. you will. Uh, the ultimate baby gets out... And all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And Chris Pratt and his small team of uh, raptor trainers and and woman with kids yep. uh, get to stop them. Yeah. And that's it without spoiling too much. Yeah. That is that is Jurassic World. That is the film. So, Darren, we know you love it. Well, I'm glad that you love it because I was very scared we were going to get a very disappointed Darren at the end of this movie. I couldn't have been happier with the movie I watched last Thursday. And I mean that sincerely. I understand that it appeals to me uniquely. Pretty much. Because it's a love letter to my favourite film of all time. And as much as this is just fan service to that movie, I am completely okay with that. Um, See, me trying to be anything other than gushing here is going to be very hard. We get it, Darren. Um, You like Jurassic World. uh, I get to do it! I get to do it! I don't care because (laughs) I... Do and I, I want to remind you of how much I love this movie. Well, like, th- this is your Guardians. You know when it got me, the point where I was like, I am in for everything this movie is about to do with me. Go on. Because um, you open up with the kids who are called um, Gray and Zach Mitchell, um, and they're going to Jurassic World for the first time, um, and they're kind of right. They, they build up the score. Oh, okay, um, at the very beginning of the yeah, movie. Yeah, the score builds as like they're on the monorail. They go through the original gates. They or do um, they? Come to that later. 
Huh? Or do they? We'll come to that later. They do go through the original gates. They said these are the gates. From oh, okay, the okay. Well, we'll talk about it. They go through the on. original gates. Um, they go through like the little tiny bit. You don't see any dinosaurs. It's all building. And he runs into the hotel room, and the score swells and swells and he hits his apex. He kind of boots the doors open, and yeah. you see Jurassic World, like John Hammond's dream, realizing. Yeah. That I got for the first time since I can actually remember. I got full on chills. Like. Oh my god, it's real. I'm getting them again now just thinking about it. Like, oh my god, it's real. Jurassic World is real. I mean, I am totally in for this. And what I think it appeals so uniquely to me is there's a lot of fan service, but it's on very, like, there's a lot of levels to it. There's nothing, I don't think they ever did anything overly cutesy in terms of nods back to the original movie. True. There was stuff there that was obviously blatantly obvious, which we'll get to in the spoilers in, uh, uh, later on. Yeah. Um, but there's right now. Let me just tell you that, that another bit that like this happens very shortly after this bit. Then I was like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. There's a shot of um, like in the adventure center. There's a bit where there's a... sorry, you mean the Samsung visitor center? No, my <laughs> great product placement. I need to yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, there's a bit where there's like you know there's kids activities to do, and they're like brushing off um, a raptor skeleton with like little things, and um, and it pans out. And you see the kids are doing it. That was. And I know this because, you know, I, I, Jurassic Park is in my head. I know every single second of every single scene. Yeah. Even down to the way the camera pans out from the bone is an exact replica of the first shot you see of Alan Grant's dig site. Is it? Like, perfect. That's awesome. Like, the same bone, the same brushing technique, the same camera tilt that it goes up to the right side. And I was like, oh, this is going to be full of these. <laughs> and I'm going to know them and these people aren't, but I will. And that makes it... Oh. This is only the start of the gushing life. Oh, God. Um, well, let's talk Let's talk characters okay. uh, to begin with. Let's try and put some structure on my... Oh, everything's fantastic. Shall we? Um, I didn't care for the kids. Can we open up with that? If I was going to be... If I was going to agree with you at one point, I would say the kids weren't fantastic. No. They weren't Lex and Tim. No, they um, weren't. Because Lex and Tim had a character. <laughs> the, like, the characters for these kids were the young one loves dinosaurs, the old one loves Nobbin. That's <laughs> he also has a girlfriend. I do want to point out at the start of the movie, he's saying goodbye to his girlfriend, and then he spends the entirety of his visit to Jurassic World staring at other women. I'm with you on that. I think I think the you're stopping one, me from looking interesting and mysterious. I think Ty Sinkings was fine for like his. Um, he's improved from uh, Iron Man Three. Yes, I'll give him that. I, 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 he was kind of like because I wanted to feel like I was 10 years old again when I first watched Jurassic Park, he was the muse for which I did that. Yeah. He very much had the same reactions I did have watching the original one and the reactions I would have as a 10-year-old in his situation. So, sure. I think he was fine. I think uh, Zach Mitchell, not so much. Yeah. Not terrible, but... It was, it uninteresting, was certainly. Very uninteresting. He was basically anti-acting. He was just... You can't tell whether he was just playing a moody teenager really well or he just can't act very well. Or it, it, and it came across as very much the Edward Cullen school of acting. That was yes, my promise. Very, very much so. It was all um, staring. Yeah, I, I, I didn't much care for him. But I don't think he. Because the movie didn't really hinge on him, he very much his younger brother was not the main character, but, you know. Well, certainly in the first part. I think he was more catalyst. He was more psychic to his brother, like. Yeah, yeah, mm. a, a, a means to get his brother to go and do stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. And very much took a back seat later on in the film um, when Chris Pratt becomes your... Right. Um, the reason to watch the film. Chris Pratt was very good. I love Chris Pratt. Like, um, he's... People were doubting that he could be, like, stellar leading... Ma- like, 
for those who hadn't seen Parks and Rec, yes. everyone was like, the fuck's this guy? He's like, okay, he was good as Star-Lord, maybe that's just a fluke. No, he is, this is a leading he, guy. This is him on the map of, like, yes, he can do... Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't the fluke. He is now a leading actor to be contended with. Totally. He's what Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's achieved his potential. He's the true Reynolds. He has. Um... Oh, yeah, he. I think he was a nice mix between Alan Grant and Ian Malcolm. Like he had kind of Ian Malcolm's cynical side and the the wit and the humour of Ian Malcolm, um, but kind of like the leading man credentials of Alan Grant and kind of his, you know, the knowledge of Alan yeah, Grant was certainly Ian there. Ian Malcolm wasn't wouldn't really survive in the Arachnid and Jurassic Park. They no. changed him for Lost World to be more competent, but you know, without Alan Grant, he wouldn't have. Alan Grant would have saved the kids. Ian Malcolm would have gone eaten. So True. I don't think it's as Iconic performances either. Um, I think he did a good job, but I don't think you know we're going to add Owen Grady alongside Alan Grant and Ian Malcolm. I don't think it was that. Good okay, fair enough. I, I, again, I'm, I've got a more negative review of this movie than you do. Okay, but I certainly think if you were going to have, if you were going to have a movie where they met up, mm. I think Alan Grant, Ian Malcolm, Owen Grady team up would be fantastic. Fantastic. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying. I don't think he could have been as iconic a performance as those two. Well, it's not as locked in its age as, as Jurassic Park. Think... Jurassic Park is still a milestone yes. in cinema. Like, for us, anyway. I think I think the, the, the we, we've combined the two. He doesn't get to have a set. No, no, no. You know what I mean? They don't play, he has no one to play off as well like that. Um, who he does play off, for the most part, um, who I saw described in one review as white-dressed busy woman, yep. um, is Claire Deening, played by... Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. The surprise hit of this movie for me. Uh, okay. quite liked her. First point of contention. Okay. I thought she was very bland and uninteresting, and I do forget the name of the female lead in Jurassic Park, you have to remind me. Ellie Sattler. Played Ellie Sattler. She was no fucking Laura Dern. We know that much for sure. Laura Dern was so much more fun to watch in the original one, where the Bryce Dallas Harris felt like a total letdown. And there's okay, I want to be, the, I do want to be the first person to say that I don't agree with the whole Jurassic World hates women argument that suddenly came up for reasons. Hmm. Yeah, we're not gonna dis- we're not gonna discuss it at length, basically because it wasn't Laura Dern again. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Jurassic Park hates women. But oh, that was no, it was that, and the fact that. We'll come into spoiler territories about the other one. Um, okay. But what well, happens to another character? Okay, well, I think we're going to have to disagree on that because I went into the movie expecting she wasn't going to be a part of it. Maybe not, I wasn't going to hate, but I wouldn't necessarily enjoy But I really did quite enjoy her. I thought she, um, yeah, she wasn't like Ellie Sattler who was like action star, basically. She was more of a kind of reluctant going along with, you know, helping um, Chris Pratt. She did redeem herself at the point later on in the film which we'll talk about spoilers and I felt like there was a scene where she did redeem herself yeah. but for most of it being the whole the awkward um, like oh I don't want kids I don't understand kids and then learning about taking care of children I didn't enjoy Dave, I didn't enjoy that what you've just described there is Alan Grant from the first movie yes but Alan, Alan Grant hates children and then ends up liking children okay yes I think she has a better arc than Chris Pratt does Chris Pratt doesn't go through any changes in this movie really no but, but Chris he's, he's a constant but I mean Claire Dealing actually has a nice arc to her. I thought she was funny when she needed to be. She probably delivers as many laughs as as, as Chris Pratt does. If you think, okay, they no, she's more... in she's in situations where to, to deliver laughs. Oh, okay. She's the well, joke, if you will. No, I think she had some funny lines. I think she was. I she was enjoyable. I liked. Her. I liked watching her. I had no problems with her. So. Fair enough. 
I think we have to disagree on that point. Oh, okay. um, elsewhere, you had um, Henry. Is it Henry Wu? Henry uh, B D Wong. B D Wong as um, Henry Wu. Yes, uh, the scientist, uh, the only guy back from the original park. Um, he worked. I think I thought he was quite good. Yeah, he worked. For, um, he, he wasn't an out-and-out villain like the next person we're going to be talking he about. He wasn't walking Deus Ex Machina. No, he was. He, well, no, he was. He was a plot device. Yeah, he was know, a plot he, device. He worked. He actually... But as a character on... If there was going to be a good and evil side, as a character on the evil side, yeah. his motivations were clear. Yeah. He delivered it very well. There was a sense of purpose in the way that he did things. Yeah. He made sense in the universe of Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Yes. Who didn't is Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, Vincent. I think Vincent D'Onofrio and the whole InGen subplot, which we won't spoil here, but I think that's something I, I'm i hopeful I appreciate more in a second view. Because, you know, InGen is a, now a PMC for all intents yeah. and purposes. InGen are just inherently evil. They're not the Umbrella Corporation, basically. Yeah, true. They're not to be trusted, but I've, I, I understand their subplot, but I didn't really get the whole... So I understood the Cliff Notes version. I didn't get the depth of it of yeah. what they were actually trying to do, what the end goal was. Um, they also left it kind of vague on purpose, I think. I think there was a little bit of sequel bait in the fact that at least BD1 gets away. Yeah, true. Um, with yeah, I, with experiments, which is yes. good. Um, I didn't... Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio was okay, but I think having just seen him as the kingpin, I may have been expecting too much. That is exactly it. This, this role does not have the level of complexity, depth, oh, and... No. No, interesting no. stuff that mm-hmm. Kingpin does and I think we were maybe punching above our weight thinking that was going to happen I, that sounds about right yes I can he wasn't bad by any means I think he was no, his performance was okay but like it was not an interesting character no. I wasn't I didn't get an overwhelming sense of satisfaction when he meets his ultimate fate yes. as most bad guys do yeah at this point if we say the bad guy dies it's not fucking spoiler not really so the bad guy no. when he dies it's okay, but I wasn't like, finally! I wasn't Yeah, I was like, like yeah, I'll take that, you bastard. Like, oh, okay. I was like, well, we saw that coming a mile off. Yep. Uh, was there anybody else? Um, I missed the Malcolm cameo. Apparently there was one. Really? Right, do you know the annoying English um, assistant woman? Yeah. Who, she was awful. Yes, um, terrible. Apparently when they're on the, the monorail, into the, when the doors open, she's reading a book. I see Malcolm's book and his pictures on the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, I missed it, apparently. Uh, so I need to keep I actually saw that. I completely forgot about it. Oh, I missed it. No, I, I Damn. didn't. Because um, it, it, it lingered for a few seconds. I was like, Goblin? Huh? <laughs> um, well, I think that was pretty much all the characters that we talk about that weren't... That weren't scary. dinosaurs, yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about the Indominus Rex. Okay. The new things. I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't as dumb as I thought it was going to be. I think B.D. Wong's speech... Uh, so Henry Wu's speech about what he, you know, what they created essentially and the kind of workings behind it made it a lot of sense. I know it was ultimately stupid. You know, it was convenient that they happened to put in crawfish and, and stuff it, like this. It, what, what got me, what made me laugh and not in the good way mm. um, was the whole back and forth. It was kind of like, we can't fucking see it. Smash, cut to the office. Oh shit, yeah, we put crawfish in. It's like, He's not coming around that. Oh fuck yeah, we put snake DNA in it. Oh god. (laughs) Yeah, I know it was it was it was convenient that they happened to put these things in together, but I think the Plotosaurus Rex. The Plotosaurus Rex, but I do think it created an effective villain because here's the thing that Spielberg was always adamant about. At least in the first one, this is where the the, especially Jurassic Park three falters in that the dinosaurs were never meant to be portrayed as villainous. 
They weren't meant to... The Raptors wavered because they were more... Cunning. But that was, they were clever girls, I suppose you could say. But that was pictures of them more being... Um, they're just smarter at their hunting techniques. They're not maliciously going after the kids. It just happens there's no other animals in the middle because obviously the dinosaurs are all way out. They're hunting, they want food. They're humans, they have... No, they can open doors. Yeah. Uh, whereas the T-Rex is just an animal. He sees food, he's trying to eat food. Now, Jurassic Park 3 falls because the Spinosaurus was vindictive. It was after them. It smashed through goddamn metal fences to get after him. He was like Jason Voorhees. This worked because it wasn't a dinosaur. It was a monster they created. So I was okay with it more like the killing for sport idea. I really liked that. Um, the kind of things it could do that normal dinosaurs couldn't do made it a very effective villain, I thought. I think like even though the whole back and forth of like, oh, fuck yeah, I forgot whether we put that in it, was dumb. Yeah. The idea that it could be the more effective predator, yeah. I really enjoyed. And there's something we're going to be talking about in the spoilers that I don't know whether I enjoyed or I didn't because it was very much the twist. Yeah. Um, that I don't know what, like I say, I, I I can't fathom where I stood on it. But where it ended up, I was very happy with. Yes. I think. Well, again, to come back to Jurassic Park Three, the problem with the Spinosaurus was it was only better than the T Rex because it was ever so slightly bigger. Yeah. Basically. He had no real advantage over the T-Rex. They're both just dinosaurs. And this, this is what I really hate about Dress Bot 3. I remember seeing the cast interviews and like they had William H. Macy and T. Leone like going, oh yeah, the, like Macy's saying like calling the T-Rex a bitch. Like, yeah, it's a piece of shit. Aerodinosaur's got more teeth and it's like, you know, six foot bigger. I was like, that's not the point. They they actually kind of do do a little bit of a callback to that. Yeah, well. I'm going to get we'll, to that we'll later. Call, we'll come that to may that. be my favourite bit of the entire movie. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Indominus Rex was better than, than the T-Rex and all the dinosaurs at all because it was a genetically engineered to be better than them. Again, and in the universe of, of consistent fuck-ups, yeah. they fucked up because they made it into a psychopath. Yeah. Which worked. You said you've created a sociopath. Yeah. I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah. It's like, you, you've not made a hunter. It's not nature. <coughs> you have created this concoction in a lab and it's gone wrong. You made the Frankenstein monster. Yeah, essentially. It's killing everything. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Um, see, that was like the characters. Um, very well shot. I'll say that. From... Cinematography wise, yes. Can we address the effects? Yes. Because no movie has made animals look as real as the original Jurassic Park. Well, yes. I say fictional animals, extinct and fictional animals. Yeah. Well, because obviously you've got the, yeah, the I-Rex, yeah. or the D-Rex, or the Dick-Rex, as I called him by the end of the movie, because it was a dick. He was a dick. Yeah. So dick. I started calling it the I-Rex, then because it's Indominus, it became the D-Rex and then Dick-Rex. Anyway. Yeah, i move you on that one. Um, so the, so the, dick, the Dick-Rex and pretty much every other dinosaur, when it was CG, was very noticeably CG. Apart from some of the raptors. Yes. Like, oh, some yeah. of the raptors look pretty good. There were some shots where I thought you really could have used practical here. Yes. Chief among which was when you had the raptors in, like, the little muzzle things. Mm-hmm. And it was clearly CGI. It was like, you've only got to do a head. Could you not have got the animatronic head to go I'm sure they had them lying around. All you had to do was repaint them. You know it wouldn't I mean? have been hard. Um... Because I think... I well, think... the one point where they did use the practicals, which, is it a spoiler since it was in the trailer? The Brachiosaurus. Yeah, Brachiosaurus. No. Okay, it's not a spoiler. So when the Brachiosaurus is dying in Owen's arms, which yeah. was a cool moment, they used practical. Yeah. And that bit was brilliant. Yeah. I really enjoyed that bit, even though Bryce Dallas Hayward was a bit overacting in that bit, but Owen was like on the perfect level of sorrow and contempt. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I'm... I'm like I'm completely lost in this. Like how sad this is, but I'm pissed that it happened. Yeah, and I love the way that Chris Pratt did that. Yeah. But 
it was an animatronic head and it worked wonderfully and then that was the only time it was really done I do wish they had gone a bit I understand why CGI because in actual fact nowadays CGI is actually more convenient than building the animatronics it's cheaper as well yeah there was some shots of the full body uh, IREX so I thought when he's talking there's a bit later on with the Raptors I thought you could have done this practically and I still think um, I think it's the the shot where he decloaks yeah that looked really good I was like Okay, that looks badass. That badass. But then the rest, it looked like a... But I don't think... I, I was never, you know... I was always fully aware that it was CGI, but I don't think the CGI was that. Oh, no. It's still a great deal better than most CGI films. Yes. But it's got to be put up against its... It, its, exactly. its granddaddy. 1993 brother that somehow still looks amazing. That's Dumbelli's probably the best in, interpretation of dinosaurs but put to screen. Because they had, it was CGI and they had to get it right. They had to get it absolutely nailed on. Because they weren't going to do stop motion. They had most of the film done. Have you seen the stop motion? Yes. So I think they took extra detail over doing that. And there was only 26 CGI shots in the original one. So yeah, that... I was disappointed, but I kind of accepted it as like, oh, this is just going to... We shouldn't be so accepting, but I was like, it was never terrible. The CGI worked fine. Sure. It was... I. I, I couldn't really break from... Um, I couldn't... I swear on the floor. Spectrum of disbelief was a bit hard. Sure. But I was fine. Okay, fine. very last point before we go into spoiler territory. Yeah. Uh, the action. Because there's a hell... Fantastic. Hell of a lot more action in this than I anticipated. Yes. Shit hits the fan fairly quickly. Yeah. Which is what... I still think you could have taken the first hour pretty much out of the movie. And no. it would have been fun. Because, mainly because I didn't care that much about the characters, apart from Owen. Um, but, but, okay, but... The original Jurassic Park, you don't... Okay, you see the Brachiosaurus after Well, that's, be, that's because Jurassic... You can't... But then after the Brachiosaurus, the... you don't see anything until the T-Rex attack. That's about an hour into the movie. True, but maybe it's because I enjoy the characters more. Okay, okay, I can see that. I was I was more on board with, with what was happening. So. When, when Owen was on screen, I loved it. I was but... enjoying seeing Jurassic World, so... Yeah, okay, the visual spectacle of like how Jurassic World works as a theme again, park. That's just for me, that just made me giddy, like, oh my god, it's real. No, I, I quite like that. The, the lab bits got a bit old, quickly, mm. apart from Henry Wu, who was really good. Yeah. Um, but the fact that when shit hit the fan, it went from like, oh fuck, and the, like an oh fuck moment, then like, a, oh god, an even bigger oh fuck moment, and then yeah. it just escalates and escalates and escalates until the final encounter... Where I swear to Christ, everybody lost their shit. We'll talk about it in the spoilers. Just, just so we can, because I remember we've got to touch on this for uh, anything else. Yeah. Uh, about the product placement. Oh yes. Um, it's quite heavy. Uh, you got the Samsung Razor Center. And the Margaritaville. Make, yeah, Margaritaville <laughs> trying to make a, a deal with um, Verizon or something. I was actually completely okay with that and thought it was very smart what they were doing, because theme parks. I like that. That's true. The Pepsi Max in Blackpool. You know what I mean? You get to Alton Towers and most of the things have now got little... Um, I mean, Disney World still has stuff like presented by Kodak, presented by Blank and stuff like that. So I thought, this is actually like the smartest product placement I've ever seen because, yeah, it's blatant. It's blatant, it's, but it's meant to be. But it makes sense. Like ha- what happens. Like having that extending shot of the Margaritaville sign and like the guy carrying the two cocktails away. I was like, this is dumb. But I guarantee that if you visited it, you would go to Margaritaville. It's fucking there. You know why wouldn't I mean? you? This is what I'm saying. This is why I was very... I thought that was probably one of the cleverest things they did in the entire movie was how well that... And they've got the, when they were striking up the deal as to who was going to be presenting the Indominus Rex, they were like, uh, how, how does uh, AT&T present the Indominus Rex? And everyone's like, oh, that's, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, they've all like, thrown <laughs> under the bus. Oh, God. I, I, I really like that. 
There was a lot of things that Colin Tomorrow did that I was just like so on board with. <laughs> I forgot about we were calling him that. Colin Tomorrow. Colin Tomorrow. Um, I think he did a really good job. A really, really good job. I will say before we jump into spoilers. Isn't know, this his first proper He did form? that safety not guarantee, which I haven't seen, but yeah, in terms of like first big one, this is it. Jesus Christ. Trust. I trust him with the next one. Because there's going to be a next one. I trust him with it. Go on. I don't want a sequel. No, I. we don't want one. I, no, but I like adamantly don't want one this is this is the end for me I want it to end now this is perfect I don't want to risk it because I'm like where could you go from here because it's I know the dinosaurs have built a boat Viking dinosaurs but the only way I think they could do it was they'd have to go back to Isa Sornar because this part would never reopen it's the Sornar from Lost World Uh, yeah side B so that's now now, because like I was about to say well you can't have five movies of people getting surprised that dinosaurs have escaped again. But with two and three, they didn't have that problem because they were running wild. They went into the dangerous situation. The dangerous situation didn't happen. That's why I don't think you really, really couldn't do it again. So this is my favourite movie franchise of all time, and I'm saying I want this to be the end. I know it won't be because it's just broke all the record, but I really couldn't tell you how adamant I am. I don't want a sequel. I did think of a, a good idea for a sequel. So we know that Henry Wu has made it out with some of these these yeah. experiments. I quite like the idea that he would go back to Isla Nublar yeah. with these experiments and try to pit them against what already exists on Isla Nublar. Yeah. And then Owen and his team have to go in not only to sort of preserve the dinosaurs that now currently inhabit Jurassic yeah. World to save them, but to put a stop to Henry Wu's Schemes with that. I don't know how you'd chewhorn in Jennings, you're going to have to, but I quite like the idea that it's not about every dinosaur is fucking bloodthirsty, we need to get out there. It's like, we can't kill these ones, we can kill these ones, we have to avoid and survive and coexist as well as kill and destroy. Okay. That's Plus, it, it, it turns the new bar into a battleground, which I really like the idea of. Now, I'll tell you what my fear for what a sequel is going to be after the spoilers, because I have to tell you. Should we just have the spoiler warning now? Yes. Just so we're all clear. I thought it was amazing. Five out of five. No problem recommending it to anybody. You're probably not going to like it just as much as I did. No. But it's got overwhelmingly positive reviews. Nobody will like it as much as you do. I thought it was a perfectly competent action movie that did have its problems. um, Because there's, there's some performances that just don't line up. The plot's neither here nor there. It's not a particularly interesting story. But if you want to see dinosaurs fucking shit up, there's no better movie this year. In fact, there's no better movie other than the original Jurassic Park. It is better, it's undeniably better than three. I'd say it's better than Lost World. I'm going to give you a few more watches. It's better than Lost World. But I'm thinking it might be better than Lost World. I, I like it's... Lost World more than most people. But, um, yeah. Well, I think I think it's the ending of Lost World that pisses me off, really. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I'm an apologist. Whereas, now that we're talking about spoilers, the end of this one. Spoiler alert! The end of this movie. Holy fuck. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. Oh. Now, can we talk about Raptor Bros? Raptor Bros, yes. Raptor Bros is a thing and I love it. You know what? You remember that I was like, like that was my biggest like. I'm not liking that at all. Yeah, I was okay with it. I kind of liked it. They 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 did it in you know such a realistic way, with introducing the alpha concept and and doing all that kind of stuff. But I kind of accepted it, and I was like, this is cool. Um, so yeah, you, you were right about that, and I was wrong. I was right about Raptor Bros. It was fun because he had the that kind of like click like oh he had that clicker thing that yeah. could simulate. Uh, communication yeah and it was never a 
I've got this band of trained raptors, go do my bidding. It was very much, I am vying to be the alpha of these four raptors. Yeah, this still... is fucking hard work. Because that bit when they're like, they're about to attack him near the start, I mean, when he, the kid falls into the thing in the SQ Yeah. I was like, that's good, because that shows they're not just like mindless attack drones now. They're still raptors, they're just raptors that have kind of, they've got authority to them. So I really quite like that. Um... But it, when it comes full circle, like I say, the big <sighs> twist <sighs> of the movie is when you find out that the Dick Rex is part raptor and he starts communicating with the raptors like, fuck, that's clever. Like, it was clever, but I'm like, this is the biggest, like, we have to undo the raptor bros at some point. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he's part raptor. raptors are the bad guys of the Jurassic Park series. They always have been. The T-Rex isn't he's just... Or are they? Well, no, no, but I mean, up to this point. Up to this point, yeah. been seen as... You know, they're the villains. The T-Rex is just the big, dumb monster that swings stuff. Sorry, all I can think of is that raptor going, Alan! <laughs> On the plane. Alan. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, thankfully, we've got nothing near as stupid as that goddamn thing. I know, right. Um, but yeah, then they, they... The heel turn for the raptors was a bit quick, but I've kind of um, justified in my mind as the, the Indominus Rex obviously said to them, look, yeah, Owen might be an alpha, but these other guys are trying to kill me, and I'm a fellow raptor. You're going to help a bro out. And she's like, yeah, bro, don't worry about it. We're going to... So they were... Because they didn't really attack Owen until they saw him speed away on the bike so they wouldn't notice him. They attack everybody else. So yeah. that's when I was like... Long gets blown up by a... That's not... <laughs> by a rocket. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, okay. There goes one of them. That was cool. Um, but, but can we talk about the ending now? We can. Yes, because, because when... Uh, th- okay, the, the scene that I was like... Out of all the things I believe in this... I'll, I'll lay out the scenario. So, Dick Rex has made its way to the main... So, the main street of, yep. of Jurassic World. It's Owen and Claire and the two kids. And they're like, we're fucked unless we do something. Yeah. Um, that's And the raptors, the three raptors show up. They're about to kill yeah. uh, Owen and Claire and the kids. And then Blue... The head of the, there's now like the main raptor of these three raptors realizes that Owen really was the more observant and caring yep. um, alpha by taking the camera off the heads. Because apparently raptors fucking hate GoPros. They do. They really yeah, hate fucking GoPros. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, oh, okay, so not only is this alpha going to look after us, but also lead us. Yep. So the raptor's heel turn on the D Rex, uh, he kicks the shit out of two of them and sends Blue running. So they're, they're now completely defenceless. Mm-hmm. And then Ty Simkins just goes, we need more teeth. So that's Claire's cue to do. Just like, as soon as the flare went off, I was like, shit. Do you know yes. that's, that's meant to be the original Rex? Yeah, I, I know. I know. It's meant to be the original Rex. Do you know what Rex. this was? This was Power Rangers escalation at its absolute finest. <laughs> yeah. Like, the Raptors have failed us. Now it's time for the Mega. Now it's time for the, the Megazord. Oh no, the Megazord has failed us. Now it's time for the Ultrazord. Now it's time for the Megazord. Fuck thing. That's what it was. But because then the rest comes out. Anyway, this is my favourite. Very, bit. very, very quickly before that. Very quickly before that. So she's lit the flare. The duck. Did you notice um, there was a little Easter egg in there? By the way, which one? The um, the nickname for the T Rex door is the Gate of Mordor. Was it? On the screen it said oh, Gate of Mordor opening. Okay. I was like, oh god. So it opens uh, up, you see his eyes. eyes. I was like, mmm. But then, out of all the things I could could believe, I can believe that this park exists. I can believe that this T-Rex... Oh, but she ran away from a T-Rex in heels. Yes, yeah, she did. Fair play to her, Fair but play. that's pretty impossible. So, absolute T-Rex versus D-Rex. No, 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 no. It happened slightly before the fight. 
the T-Rex is running and he smashes through a skeleton to go and fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see what the skeleton was? Spinosaurus Rex. <laughs> this movie was so beautiful <laughs> that it even threw Jurassic Park 3 under the goddamn bus. It was so... It's like, fuck the Spinosaurus, the daddy's Joe back. In that in that Godzilla movie where they kill the Zilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I love Zilla. So oh, like when he gets one-hitted into the Sydney Opera House. Boom, fuck this you. This was my alternative to that. Of like, here is a Rex back. He's blown the Spinosaurus away. And then the fight's on. And you're like, oh, then the Rex starts losing. I'm like, he can't lose twice. He's the fucking... Then the Raptor with the dramatic... That stupid. The slow motion running the Raptor. That almost broke my I know. I love that. I was like, Raptor bros are still existing. And then Blue and the original T-Rex... Fucked over the Dick Rex. It was the sh- it was the bit where like the T Rex like slashed the uh, not not slashed it like bit the uh, I Rex in the the neck. The Raptor ran up his tail, jumped off his head, and bit him on the other side. I was like yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> and then to finish him off, the Mosasaur. Yeah. Oh, the Mosasaur was fucking cool. The Mosasaur was cool. I like the Mosasaur. I think how far we've come with that from the first trailer we saw. You look piece of shit suit. Like, yeah. Was awesome. Yeah. They force him back to the waterway and the mosasaurus comes up and eats the D-Rex and then there's like a bit of a knowing nod between the Rex <laughs> and the Yeah, like, we cool. We cool. We cool. We cool. <laughs> so the original tag team is back and they took down this new pretender to the throne and they smashed the spider They would have had them bro fist, but it would have been quite hard. It's like... This was the point you saw me at the end of this movie when I was just like... You were there. You'd lit a cigarette. You were just... That's good. I've never seen a movie where I've put my hands to my mouth and kind of like, oh, oh my god. Like when they find the original, like, um, they go back to the original visitor centre. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, oh no! And he picks up the banner off the floor. The I was like, <laughs> and they find the night vision goggles. Like, oh, do you see the nod to the um, things in the mirror closer than they appear? Yes. And they're driving away in the thing. That Jeep, by the way, if you didn't know, was the one that took um, e. Malcolm e. Malcolm and, and John John Hammond. Um, I'm sure it is. I'm sure oh, it's, it's the, one it's the, the, it's, the end of the movie. No, no, no. It's the one that John Hammond took in um, Alan Grant around to the Welcome to Jurassic Park. That bit. Right, gotcha. That it's that one. The one that Statler had to be had her head pulled up out of. That was See, good. This is one saying about this movie. How just um, full of little these little things that I think if you tried to do it again, if there was a sequel, you wouldn't be able to be this again because then people would just be. Even I'd be like, okay, don't do nods to it every. Goddamn second. Yeah, the the, um, the idea that the next one's got to be its own being is. Uh... See, now this is what I think. The in-gen subplot, which subplot we didn't talk about, was um, they're basically you now the military contractors, and they're raising these raptors to be frontline soldiers. Yep. Which is where I think the last remnants of that dinosaurs with guns scripted. Yeah. And I worry that's where it might go. I think the next one might be if they did a sequel. I think it would be Jurassic World War. Right, they would just have. You watched. Uh... Screen so, screen fights then. So I was thinking that's what's going to happen is that in general have taken BD one's um, experiments, brought them to fruition, and then it will be dinosaur fighting dinosaurs, and they have to go and get the dinosaurs off the original part to come and help them to fight these other ones. And <laughs> I, I quite like that. the idea of Owen trying to enlist the original T Rex. So it's like, Dude, yeah. can, you, can, can you help us out? Uh, we got a bit of a, the Russians of Bomb Pearl Harbor. <laughs> With dinosaurs. Oh, we didn't talk about the pterodactyl bit. That was kind of cool. That was cool. That's the other point of contention that the internet was like, oh no, this movie hates women because apparently it really glorified the death of the English assistant. But she was very annoying. She was very annoying, but also a lot of other people died. Yeah, like a lot of people died in that scene. Yeah. Not just women. 
Um, and Claire Deening shoots it, and then they have a. I really like Claire Deening. I don't know what people's problem are. I really like her character. Yeah, I think the humour definitely hits their part of just for the bits like, never leave us again. I won't. No, him! Yeah. <laughs> Your boyfriend's a badass! Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. Um, there is no point for for Owen to be with Claire, though, really, is there? I forgot my favourite oh, um, Chris Pratt line. Go on. He goes, you can trap the foot bitch, can't you? He goes, I was trained by the Navy, not the Navajo. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Fantastic. Uh, See, you might be able to tell that I'm quite fond of this movie. Pratt it goes is awesome. straight into number one of my favourite movies of this year. I thought it might do. And other than Star Wars, The Force Awakens being everything we've dreamed of, I can't see anything dislodging this at this point it feels weird for 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 you to be here saying that star wars might not be good as jurassic world which just seems no, like uh, like an impossible concept well, thing, i have to i have to ride it but i prefer jurassic park to the star wars movie okay fair this enough. is my favorite movie of all time I'm about. so now this is what i'm having to do i'm gonna ride this crest of um wonder and amazement i'm gonna now the film i've seen the avengers four times at the cinema that holds the record for the most times i've seen it i saw it Midnight with you, um, with my brother, and then I saw the last ever showing because I finished off work. That means I have to go and watch Jurassic World five times if I'm to beat my own record. Yeah. I may just do that. <laughs> I intend to watch it at least once on IMAX. So I imagine this is amazing in IMAX. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, they've shut the one at the Millennium Center. Oh, have they? Yeah, the giant screen's oh, shut. bastards. I saw Interstellar as my last movie. I saw uh... um, So yeah, I'm going to ride this wave until Jurassic World goes out of cinemas and then the worry starts for... For the Force sequel. Awakening being any good, um, but yeah, it's fantastic. I adored it. I could not have been happier with this movie. Absolutely, there was a small little things here and there, but overall, I think this was a perfect movie for me. I think that that's very much the the, the case that I had with Mad Max and Guardians, for example, where mm-hmm. it's just there are problems, they are evident, but holy fuck, if I wasn't completely enthralled. Jurassic World didn't do that for me, but that's because Jurassic Park didn't do that for it's me because not, it wasn't my childhood movie. It's not the the you know the pinnacle of your childhood movie watching it, which it is for me. It's not everything that I wanted brought to life because that's what Guardians was. I was like, this is my favorite comic book ever made. Yeah, holy shit, they've done it justice. Yeah. Or like um, like the Avengers. I was like, when I was getting into comic books and reading up and finding what my favorite stories were. And we knew about the MCU being a thing. I was like, if the Avengers does not fucking top everything off, then there's going to be no point to these films. And yeah. it did. I agree. I think, I think, because, right, I'm going to watch it a few more times, obviously. I think after that, it, it's a five out of five perfect movie now. It's probably going to come down a few steps once I've rewatched it. Because, you know, you can never really tell until you've seen something like, you know, three or four times if you're going to really, truly love it for the rest of your life. I don't think it's going to drop as low as a four, but four out of five, I still think it's going to be a five out of five for me. But this thing, I was in the car driving home, and I was like, remember this feeling, no matter what happens, what it comes out after this movie, and your feelings towards it afterwards, this is what it did to you the first time round. I was overwhelmed with happiness at how well. It was both a combination of relief and general excitement about the movie. That just, the, this is this out. is what Star Wars has to do, is because... Yes. We both grew up with Star Wars. Yes. It has to do what this film did to you in order for it to be a good film. See, like I said, Jurassic World had to be good for my franchise to carry on. All Star Wars has to do is not suck, and it will get this treatment, I think. And if, if even if you just... A, okay, I don't want it to be mediocre. If it's only slightly above average, I, that's a massive achievement. It's for the seventh movie to be good. It's kind of a long shot, but we'll see. The worry will start soon. Yeah. Like, please, Christ, be good. 
Right, what's next for us, Michael? Ant-Man will be the next one. When's that soon? Isn't That's it? next month. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's pretty much pretty much a, it's less than a month from today. Terminator day before that. Are we going to do it? No. Okay then. There's something else as well that's on the same week as Terminator. I can't remember what it is. Um, it's okay. So yeah, it's likely to be Ant Man. We'll find other movies. I'm sure we will. Uh, in the meantime, though, if you haven't listened to our review of Mad Max, which I'm fairly so much was on our last episode, yes, it was. Go and listen to that. You'll will find uh, a very much reverse situation. It's the mirror situation. Yeah. It's the mirror situation. But it's it's a good listen. You go and listen to that on our SoundCloud. Uh, also. Uh, if you haven't listened to the other podcast that we've done this week, I think I'm putting both of these up in the same week. Uh, the Big E3 Roundup is the thing that we did. If you enjoy that kind of coverage, you should visit foulentertainment.com. You should follow uh, at FoulENT and, of course, go to our YouTube pa- uh, channel, page, whatever. They're the same thing. Yeah. Darren? Uh, you can find me. You can find all my, my big written review. Uh, we're going to more detail on Jurassic World at bigotrees.co.uk. Uh, we'll have a review of the Lego game uh, for Jurassic World this weekend. There was also a few of the um, bits and pieces about Jurassic World. Um, at the Guthrie's on Twitter and at Guthrie's blog for updates on the log. Sweet. Awesome. Thanks very much for listening to this episode of Popscorn, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.